we approach it with an openness and curiosity of what what would it feel like if this went actually really well if I got into a class that I liked if I had some teachers um, that now treated me a little bit more independent that um, I'm meeting some people with some similarities what would that feel like for me and can I allow that to happen or am I just set on this isn't going to be good this is going to be horrible I don't like school um, sometimes we find again we're getting in we're in struggle with the struggle um, so sometimes going into a new trans or into a new environment in that transition is kind of a struggle in itself but then we make it worse by being in struggle with that um, like oh this is gonna go terrible I'm not gonna meet anyone I don't like that class I don't like that teacher I don't like those hallways um, so I think you know when when we look at what can't, how can we approach it in a way? I, I really do think that openness is, is the most important thing. Welcome back to another edition of the Play Healthy KC podcast. This is the podcast where we offer parents of student athletes tips, advice, and inspiration to help their athletes stay active and engaged in sport for a lifetime of participation. I'm your host, Todd Cobra, and today we are going to be talking about the stresses around going back to school. Joining me is sports mental therapist expert, Becky Wiseman from the Children's Mercy Sports Medicine Center. Becky is a clinically licensed social worker who has been practicing in her field for over 15 years and works with youth athletes all the way up to professional athletes. Well, Becky, it's uh, always great to have you back on the uh, podcast. Thank you again for uh, taking the time. Well, thanks, Todd, for having me. I always enjoy speaking with you. Can Can you just kind of uh, give us a broad brushstroke on what uh, what what's kind of going through uh, kids' minds right now as um, as they prepare for the school year, regardless of what year in school they are? Yeah, absolutely. I think anytime um, we're dealing with any anxieties. Um, a lot of times it has to do with the anticipation. So what they may find is as they're kind of counting down the days um, to when school starts, the anticipation of school is actually kind of worse than the actual first day of, of walking through the halls and, and getting things, knowing where your classes are and, and seeing friends or trying to, you know, make new friends. Um, so, yeah, it can be a, this time of year can be, be be stressful when you start seeing the commercials again for, well, I don't know if any of our teens ever watch TV anymore, but as back to school things start and, and when we go into the stores, we see all the back to school supplies. I think both parents and and um, kids get a little bit nervous ab about it. So it's it's that time of year. And, and I don't know if anything's going to make it easier. Um, sometimes we just kind of learn to deal with those difficult, those difficult transitions. Well, let's kind of talk about, I mean, you obviously we're not kind of pinpointing a certain age group, but uh, let's say you're making the transfer from middle school to high school. Uh, there's some actual anxieties there. Uh, some middle schools and high schools kind of like split. And so you might not have, you know, friend groups that you're used to being around, or you might, you know, have moved during the summer and, and completely gone to a different school. 
how how should uh, a kiddo handle those kind of stresses that that come with um, not only new surroundings but not having that uh, support system around them that they're used to? Yeah, I think part of it is um, for sure looking at as they move in, uh, you know, going in with a curiosity and an openness about it. So what can Certainly, we think of all the things that can go wrong, but maybe even looking at what what are some things that can go right. Um, if if it is your intention and your goal to get into high school and maybe take some new classes that you've never taken before, or be introduced to um, different friend groups that yeah you haven't met because it's uh, some middle schools are converging in, into the high school. You know, looking at what what could go wrong, maybe approach it with an openness and curiosity of what what would it feel like if this went actually really well, if I got into a class that I liked, if I had some teachers um, that now treated me a little bit more independent, that um, I'm meeting some people with some similarities, what would that feel like for me? And can I allow that to happen? Or am I just set on this isn't going to be good, this is going to be horrible, I don't like school. Um, sometimes we find, again, we're getting in, we're in struggle with the struggle. Um, so sometimes going into a new trans or into a new environment in that transition is kind of a struggle in itself, but then we make it worse by being in struggle with that. Um, like, oh, this is gonna go terrible. I'm not gonna meet anyone. I don't like that class. I don't like that teacher. I don't like those hallways. Um, so I think, you know, when when we look at what can't how can we approach it in a way, I I really do think that openness is is the most important thing. Um, same from middle school, um, you know, going into a middle school, that can be a tough environment. Um, you have a bunch of little little bodies running around with socially, they only have so much experience. Um, and, you know, that is a time where you're really learning the differences in one another, um, the differences of why do I do this and this person does this? Is it okay that I do this? when this person is doing this? And again, you know, approaching that with an openness of, um, you know, what if people enjoy that? What if me doing things a little bit differently is a good thing and is a helpful thing? Um, so I do feel like um, I do feel like that openness and that curiosity about things rather than saying it has to work out this way or the rigidity of, you know, it has to work this way or I'm not going to like it or I have to sit next to this person or it's not going to work or I have to have lunch with this person or I'm going to hate my school year. I think that's when we get ourselves into some of those traps. Um, and as parents, we can kind of help our our teens and help our, our kids to say, you know, rather than be so rigid, what is some flexibility that we can build in, into that? So if you're not at lunch with your best friend, is there someone that you could meet? Is there someone from you know, maybe your middle school, or is there someone that was in a class last year that you kind of know, but you don't know so well that you could get to know better. So I think really parents helping with that psychological flexibility is the best thing that we can do as our teens are, and our students are going through transition. That's great advice. Um, since this isn't a podcast about uh, sports medicine and, and athletes, let's, let's transition to athletes in, in general. Um, so with fall sports, getting ready to, uh, prepare training camps are going to be getting started. And obviously, uh, coaches, uh, 
are always uh, well versed in identifying in that first week of practice who who stayed disciplined throughout the summer and uh, who maybe was a little lax in their conditioning. And as as athletes prepare for getting back into that uh, regiment, especially if you know they didn't they didn't have that uh, over the course of the summer, what are some things that they could be feeling, and what are some things some tools that could help them as uh, they're starting to maybe feel a little anxious about the the start of training camp? Right. I think that's one of the biggest things I deal with with a lot of athletes is you have a category of overconfidence and you had a category of underconfidence. So when you're talking about maybe um, some athletes who are overconfident, (laughs) maybe it is. They haven't really done the conditioning and their body's not really prepared for the level of fitness that they're going to be asked. And it's going to hurt. You know, there's going to be there's going to be some difficult times with that. Um, And, you know, that that is where you want to take a little bit of ownership of, yeah, you know what, I I could have been doing those runs or I could have been doing that conditioning and I didn't. So this is what it's going to look like. This is what it's going to feel like. And either I can accept that, either I can accept, yeah, these next couple of weeks are going to be pretty tough and I'm just going to like lean into it. Or again, I'm going to get in struggle with the struggle and I don't even like this. You know, I hate getting up at seven. I don't even like this team. I didn't, my parents are making me do it. You know, this team's not going to be any good this year. Whenever we get into that dialogue, it's because we are not allowing ourselves to deal with the uncomfortability um, and some of the uncomfortability that we brought on ourselves. Um, so, you know, all of us understand if I take a couple weeks off my exercise um, that week, that day back is going to be rough. Um, but again, you're you're doing that for a reason. So you're doing that because it's important to you. Um, and so if it is something that's important to you, then you kind of dig deep and say, okay, Okay. So what, what do I need to own here? And how can I deal with this uncomfortable? Is it, you know, I need to find some support around me? Do I need to find someone of, of my teammates that I look at and I can be kind of motivated by? Um, do I need to set my intentions before my conditioning that, you know, I know I'm not going to be at the top of my game, um, but I'd like to hit this intention, this intention, and this intention in my training. So it doesn't feel like we're at a loss every time, like we're, you know, that we get defeated every time we go out because we're not in the physical condition or in the mental condition that we want to be in. So that may be, you know, that that overconfidence or the underconfidence is, um, you know, holding back and maybe you have in training, maybe you've gotten touches all, all summer. Um, and you're, you know, but you're nervous about who else is going to show up. I don't know, you know, these incoming freshmen, or I heard this kid moved in from a different district is always, always something I hear there's kid coming in. Um, so, you know, again, that underconfidence of trusting yourself and what you, what you, the work that you put in and show that and be willing to put that out there be willing to, um, you know, have a little bit of swagger as you're as you're walking out onto to your fields. It's okay to have those moments too. Um, you know, as long as you can can find it, find that balance of I can um, play at my best and I can compete at my best and at the same time be a really strong teammate. Um, so for some of those, you know, maybe even coming off injury, um, you know, trying to find where you are where you are now, um, you know, where you are on the team, where you are on, on the sequence of events. Um, you know, sometimes it is finding new roles and evolving your roles a little bit um, into your next into your next school year. 
let, let's talk a little bit. I, I love uh, our conversations when we we talk about uh, kind of expectations and what to really uh, pull from them. And obviously, with new beginnings, the start of a new school year, uh, those expectations because of our culture and uh, the things we you know hear about, uh, they naturally evolve. And we see it a lot in like pulp pop culture, especially like in uh, TV comedies where you know it's going to be the year of Becky. Um, you know, and you, 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 you build that in your mind. And so, you know, you reference that, um, the transfer students coming in, well, maybe in this situation, uh, the person that had, uh, your, your, your starting position has since graduated and now it's, now it's your position. And so the expectations are, is that you're just going to walk in and, and take care of that. And how do you balance those expectations? Um, you know, to not only drive you, but also uh, to make sure that, you know, there, there's not that disappointment if, if things don't work out. Well, it makes me, um, it, that scenario makes me think of a, um, a discussion I heard from a, a coach and this is, and I wish I knew her name and I'm sorry, I don't, she's the head coach at Duke and she um, coaches the, the female bas- or the women's basketball team. And she's amazing. And I've listened to a little um, bits of, of her inspiration along the ways. And so um, one of the things she talked about is, you know, as, as, as humans, as athletes, as people, we're always waiting for something to get easier. Um, like I'm working really hard. I can't wait for this to get easier. I can't wait for the easier to come. And so that may be a little bit of thought of like, oh, finally, these seniors are leaving. So it's going to be easier. But nothing gets easier. Um, nothing, you know, we never step into an easier part of our lives. We step into different parts of our lives. We step into different challenges. Um, but we don't wait for things to get easier. We do the hard better. And, you know, when she said, like, that's what we learn is we learn to do the hard better. And we do that over and over and over. And so it's never like, you know, I think it's a very passive way of saying, okay, well, hopefully next year will be easier. Well, no, how about I do hard better next year? I deal with difficult better next year. And I think that's a really um, important thing because that does set us up when we're looking for the easier that sets us up for that disappointment, that sets us up for, um, you know, expectations that um, I should be allowed to have this position or this should be mine or, you know, I've. I've done all this work, so I should have this. Um, And that really is, that type of thinking really does set us up for disappointment. But the thought of, you know, I'm going to walk into this and whatever it has to hand me, I'm going to deal with it. Whatever challenges come up, I'm going to deal with it. And I'm going to, it's going to be hard at times. Um, And then I'm going to need to use my support systems. I'm going to need to be able to take um, those mental breaks at time because I'm willing to do that hard better than I did last year. Um, So I thought that was a really important thing for our athletes to know. Um, because I'll, I'll tell you, I fall into that trap all the time. Um, you know, like when is this going to get easier, but when does it, I mean, it, it doesn't because at every chapter of your life, there's a new thing that you're having to, um, challenge yourself with, or you should be challenging yourself with, because that is, how you're growing. That is how you learn confidence. Um, so, you know, sitting back and waiting for the easy to come, then it, then 
what may happen is you're not growing, you're not knowing your limits, you're not knowing how to push through those limits. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think we, we look forward to, to doing the hard better. Well, now you just opened up Pandora's box because now <laughs> I got a lot of questions. Okay. So <laughs> I agree. I agree that hard work is going to help open doors for you. And so bringing that physical toughness and that understanding that you're going to have to work hard, how, how, how should an athlete or how can a parent help an athlete make sure that that physical toughness and that mental toughness are step in step and, and they have that good balance in their lives moving forward? I think it's, I think it goes again back to that psychological flexibility. It goes back to um, allowing yourself to, to trust that you can handle situations, even really difficult situations. So I think as parents, how we support, how we help our, our kids with that is, again, not telling them, oh, there's nothing to worry about, or, oh, you know, it's not going to be as hard as you think, or, you know, this or this. I mean, I think as parents, we always try to soft land things, which makes sense. Um, you know, my daughter went to camp for the first time and she was nervous and, but her nervous looked like, I don't even know if I'm going to have fun. Um, and her nervous looked like, what are we going to do there? You know, so her nervous kind of took on a snarky, <laughs> snarky tone to it. Um, and then how we dealt with that is, I don't know if you're going to have fun. Um, you know, I guess, I guess there will be opportunities to it. If you allow yourself, if you allow yourself that, um, I guess there's going to be opportunities also where you wish you were home. Um, and there's going to be times where you are missing your friends at home, but there's also opportunities to make new friends um, and, and to meet new people. So I guess it's just a, a matter of, you know, where, what side of the coin you're going to allow yourself to fall on. Um, and that's kind of, you know, the, the approach is not telling um, our kids for sure something is going to work out this way, or they deserve this, or they deserve that. I think it's more about, you know, what, what can your approach be? Um, because it, you know, there's certainly going to be times of, of things being tough. Um, so when things are tough, what do you do? Where do you go to? Who do you look for advice? Where do you find your motivation? You know, having those discussions helps our, helps our um, student athletes find that within themselves. Um, because if we constantly give that to them, then we're just kind of giving them our lessons, which is, which is great. I think that's important of how we came to certain things, but it was even more important is for them to find their way um, that fits for them and makes sense to them. Um, our guidance is really important as parents, but ultimately what steps they put into place is, is something that they need to determine. And if we can help them just be more flexible in their thinking and more flexible in their self-defining, um, I think that's going to be a really good way of in helping that that mental toughness and physical toughness because um, there are times where we've all been where it's like i don't know if i can do another step i wonder if i can i wonder if i can finish to that line i wonder if i can finish that that drill i wonder if i can you know i wonder if i can come in first so challenging ourselves physically and challenging ourselves mentally you know really go hand in hand there's that mind body connection that's awesome um well, obviously, we're, you're going to have to come back now because uh, I, I feel like I could go into that mind-body connection for, for days, and right. we're supposed to be talking about getting back school. And so, yeah, so I, right. I'm sorry right. I lost lost focus there. 
Um, so getting back on the main topic, is there, I know we're pressed for time, but, uh, is there anything about that? Just any, any last bit of advice for parents and, and, uh, and kids as they embark on, uh, getting ready for school and, uh, just, the the newness and, uh, the structure that, that comes with it. Absolutely. I, I think, you know, for, for parents, um, our expectation shouldn't be that every day is a great day for our kids. It shouldn't be the expectation where every day they're hitting a home run. Um, you know, some days are going to be, are going to be tough and some days they're not going to want to get out of bed. And some days, you know, it, it is going to be um, a fight to, to get them engaged in, into their lives. And one of the things um, I, I talk to a lot of uh, my athletes about is it's not about being happy every day. Um, I don't know how to do that. I don't know people who are happy every day um, because sometimes, you know, just even the moods of our body take over and, and we have it, we have a tough day where um, things aren't looking sunny and things aren't looking bright. Um, but I do, you know, talk with my athletes about, you don't have to be happy every day, but try and be inspired every day. Try and find something that inspires you every day. If that is, you know, seeing someone um, at the gym where you see that they are really challenging themselves, they are really pushing themselves. Maybe maybe they're not as able-bodied, and but they are there and they are doing it. That's inspiring. Having, you know, a kid who um, wears their own style to school or, you know, lets their themselves be seen. Um, that's really inspiring to me. There's different things within our world that we can find each day. So it's, it's okay not to feel happy. It's okay not to feel motivated every day. But if we can feel inspired, we can look at, you know, things throughout through that lens, it's going to be more and more helpful um, to to get us up to get us going to get us engaged and connected to the things that we want to be connected to that make our lives richer and more fulfilled. And ultimately, you know, that's a, a great place to be um, is I don't, I don't have to be this or that every day. If I can be inspired and if I can, you know, be connected to the things that, that are important to me, um, then I think we're on a pretty good path. Well, it's definitely apparent uh, that's why you're so good at what you do. Because uh, every time I talk to you, I always feel inspired. So uh, that was uh, that was awesome, and uh, I look I look forward to uh, putting that into my own life and, uh, and and seeing what I can find on a daily basis. So I appreciate you uh, taking the time and uh, dropping some knowledge here. You bet, you bet. I appreciate you. Thanks, Todd. All right. Till next time. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Play Healthy KC podcast. And thank you to Becky Wiseman for her fantastic advice for parents and kids to help them cope with the start of another school year. For more tips and information to help you support parents, please subscribe to this podcast and connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. If you have questions about today's show or ideas for future episodes, send us an email at sportsmed at cmh.edu. Until next time, play healthy, Casey.